The iconic Doge meme is going to be auctioned as an NFT. The creator of Pepe the Frog is reclaiming his creation for an NFT. And friends have auctioned off an art set as NFTs. Are you starting to see a theme here? Hoddle God is dropping more cool toys. Cyber puppies are opening up their barkery. And you may soon be able to own a wiener of your own. Confused? I know we are, so why wouldn't you be? On this Nifty News episode number 64 of The Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! It's The Nifty Really kind of spiffy. The Nifty Show. Lennon and McCartney sang about when they would be 64. Unfortunately, Lennon never made it there. McCartney has way surpassed that. And here we are on episode number 64 of The Nifty Show. And Sir Lord Travis Wright, guess what happened while we were sleeping? Yeah, I think we were looking through the annuals of our prolific content creations (laughs) and it looks like we missed an anniversary yeah we did it was may was it 29th or 30th of may would have been our anniversary so that would have been a couple episodes ago looks like right around episode 60 i know we made a comment well i think we made a comment like there's an anniversary coming up soon because we're in episode number 60 ish or so but we did may 20 may 29th folks that was the one-year anniversary of the Nifty Show. So we were light years ahead of everybody with these NFT things. (laughs) The first NFT show, now one year old. And thanks to all of you who have watched and or listened. The show has broken into the top 100 of iTunes technology multiple times. And now we just need you guys to you know, help keep it there. And we're going to keep delivering great content to you. This is our weekly news rundown of things that are happening in the NFT space. There's always a lot of things and we can't cover it all, but we try and hit some of the highlights, some of the things that are more relevant, some of the things that might be more amusing and some of the things that we just want to talk about. And some of the low lights and some of the low lives. Yeah, let's take a look at CoinGecko.com. The NFT tab is right there up top, and you can see the hot coins in the NFT market. Of course, the whole crypto market right now is kind of pooped to bed, and I don't want to talk about that. We'll talk about that on the bad news of the Bad Crypto Podcast tomorrow, but it is 4.20 p.m. on the 8th of June, 2021 right now. That's Eastern Daylight Time. The total crypto market cap is $1.5 or so, and still the top coin is Theta. Uh, Theta Network, $8.91. We've got Chili's, we've got Engine, Decentraland, Bakery Swap, Flow, Ecomi, Wax, Audius, and Axie Infinity rounding out the top 10. Now, I'm not familiar with Audius. That might be a newer entry into the top 10. Yeah, we might need to do a uh, talking tokens, talking NFT tokens, Audius. Yeah, that is the audio token, A-U-D-I-O, uh, 98 cents right now. Hey, one of the yeah. So not all of the market tanked this past week. Actually, there's a few that have done some that have had some pretty big moves. Block V, the V E E token, up almost 52 percent this past week, up to 43 million dollars market cap. This thing back in the day had some really big promise, and I was excited about it back in 2012, 2017, 2018. 
and uh, it was one of my favorite tokens. And then I should have sold uh, in January 2018, like everything, but did not. Uh, number 11 overall ultra token that is up 28%. Theta up 26%. SAC three S A K three because three SACs are better than two. That's up 22%. The Utopia Genesis Foundation token up 14%. Atari up 7%. So there are some there are some tokens you guys have probably not heard of. Maybe you want to go do the token the research on Ultra the O the UOS token, SAC three UOP uh, UPunk is another one. Uh, CryptoPunks collection they're up. They have a total market cap of about thirty million dollars. And there's another token called Scene S E E N, which doesn't have a whole lot of volume, but it's about three million dollars. But so there's not a whole lot of big you know the top one hundred to overall on NFTs not too hard to pop into that top 100 list when number 88 is rolling in at 3.4 million joel so for some of you that might not have been so very interesting some of you might have loved it and want to go do your own research that's part of the value of bad crypto and the nifty show is giving you some little rabbit holes to go down so take it what it's worth if you like it love it you don't like it then research or don't research it's up to you let's talk about the news dude if they're if they're gopher holes then you could also go down those those are okay well, I think it depends. Some of those holes have like inter interlocking like tunnel systems, so those can be really. Bad. I, I have to tell a story right now because it's hilarious. I had a dream a couple nights ago, and we, we're leaving this in the show for sure. <laughs> I had a dream, and in this dream, I'm walking up to a house and I'm walking through a yard, and I see these holes. Maybe it's because we talk about rabbit holes so much, and I and I don't see anything in the holes. But then as I turn around, I start to see little gopher heads pop up out of them i'm like oh they're gopher holes i turn around again and there's a bunch of lambs little baby goats that have come out i guess of these holes and they're all running off in one direction except i turn around again and there's like three of them and they start following me and and as they're following me i turn around again and now there's an ostrich and a chicken and a a baby goat and a couple other animals as i'm walking up to the front door of this house that i'm going to and they're all singing like i'm in a freaking disney movie (laughs) (laughs) like my brain made up some sort of song that this 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 medley of dude if you could have only like captured that song that would be so oh my gosh you need you need your dreams to be nfts I was like Dr. Doolittle or something. I don't know. It was hilarious. Just right. If you could an agery of, of animal holes. Make it singing a song to me. I'm like, what is what is literally Do you remember and, any and, of the song? No, and the phone rang or, or a text came with something. My alarm went off. I woke up. I'm like, oh damn, I was in the middle of an awesome <laughs> film. Anyway, a little friendly aside for you guys. Bitcoin 2021 in Miami has ended and we weren't there. And that's the news. We, we didn't go. We we opted out of it. And I know a lot of people went and there was a lot of waza, 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 waza. Uh, Max Kaiser said something about F Elon from the stage, which a lot of people found super cringy. And I'm sure there was ton of NFT talk, but we weren't there. So we don't really know. It's hard to say because Bitcoin doesn't have NFT capability, right? And so there probably wasn't, there was probably a lot of side discussions about NFTs, but since this is all about Bitcoin and Bitcoin maximalists circle jerking one another, um, that's, it probably wasn't a whole lot of NFT. I would bet they had a lot of conversations about NFTs at shitcoin 2021, where Ken Bosak and a bunch of people, 
uh, met up and, and had a. I heard it was a pretty fun conference over there. So a lot of stuff going on. It looked like there was a lot of great parties, a lot of stuff. But it's like right now, I know that uh, you know just it's it's almost been nice not going to events lately, right? It's like all right, yeah. I'm kind of out of the habit of going to events all the time now. Yeah, I I'm happy in Puerto Rico with the rest of the world going and doing. It's not like I don't have enough to do. Uh, or need business development right now, or you know things are booming, and um, I, I'm good. So hope you guys had a crypto great time. market though. Bitcoin still went down. So, well, that's because of a couple things, um, and we'll talk about that on bad news tomorrow. But for now, NBC News has listed on MSN.com that the iconic Doge meme is going to be auctioned as an NFT. You know, there, there's it's the one picture of uh of this dog named kabosu and he has become the poster child for the doge and you've seen his face a zillion times and apparently there's a site called zora that is going to host the auction uh it's certified by know your meme the internet meme database and uh at suko the owner will be auctioning photographs of kabosu and on this uh, this auction site, so I would I would expect that this NFT will go for quite a lot. It'll go to charity though. Yeah, and I would say this like that since that dog is so famous, uh, that why not just like share albums of this dog? Like this is the most famous Shiba Inu in the world, and uh, the Doge based based off of this dog. What a cute dog it is! It's, it's inspired so many other people to get Doges as well, right? Like, all right, I got a, I got a Shiba Inu, and then plus the Shiba Inu crypto took off. Like, so many, there's so many dog meme crypto tokens out there now, specifically because of this particular dog and the meme of this. But I want to say this is that I think that this is great that Know Your Meme is now certifying the authentic, authenticity of these meme NFTs. It's the first time that they're doing that. I think that's a whole new business model for Know Your Meme is to be able to take these and. And, and mint the the meme origin tokens and uh, allow those people who were part of those iconic memes to uh, to earn a little bit of cash on that. I think that's a cool thing, actually. I do as well. There are those who say the NFT bubble has popped. Uh, I disagree with that. I think mainstream looks at the NFT world and they see these overpriced pieces of art, right? They see they everybody keeps referring back to people and in other pieces that have sold for tremendous amounts and then they go to nifty gateway and they see the market there has collapsed as well and there's reasons for that but that doesn't mean the bubbles popped it means they're selling too much stuff and they're putting out too much subpar stuff and there's not enough buyers that's all that means it doesn't mean that the buyers aren't there it just means there's too much stuff and too much subpar stuff but if you look at wax Wax is booming. I went to buy something today from a, a product uh, that I had not heard of before. It was called Void Elementals. Our friends at Hoddle God, Onesis, partnered with them to release these um, elemental NFTs that were their science, right? It's like the, the table of elements, but they have these cool creations and cool pieces of art the sale i forgot the sale opened up to buy these packs 10 minutes after it started i went and looked they were all sold out like everything on wax sells out there is no damn bubble in wax it is active it is vibrant it is off the charts and these mainstream publications like coin telegraph as much as i like them 
this headline is just wrong. The NFT bubble, there's not a bubble. Mm-hmm. Well, here they're talking happened. about, and if you go look at the charts on this, on this article here by Jordan Finneseth, uh, it's all it's all Ethereum shit. Mm-hmm. They're basically showcasing only Ethereum, but the problem is it's because it comes from nonfungible.com giving this freaking information, and they don't really include WAX. Like, they did the State of the Union of NFTs earlier this year, 2021, State of NFTs, and didn't even mention WAX. Like, it's so... Just they're just so unprepared overall when it comes to NFTs, and their their name of their business is non fungible. And I like those guys over there, but come on, they're not even mentioning wax. They're not including wax in any of their research, and it essentially makes their their research completely worthless because they're only it needs to be. Here's the state of the ETH market. Here's the state of the flow market. Here's the state of the engine market. Like I want to see what are sales and transactions that are happening on freaking engine because we assume that there's very little happening. However, the price has gone crazy. What are the what are the sales and and volume of Ecomi's NFTs? Right, they got to divide these things up, and they got to they got to they're, they're they're putting them in niches like sports and metaverse and utility art, DeFi, game and collectibles, but they're only including one. And it looks like they're only including Ethereum. So it's completely worthless in my estimation. Well, there's a much better site that's covering more of this, and it's CryptoSlam.io. If you go look at CryptoSlam, mm-hmm. they've got a, a lot more stuff um, that they're covering there, and they're showing by sales volume over the last seven days. Board Ape Yacht Club is an Ethereum token that's not showing on um Uh, on non-fungible at all that is the number one right now with 10 million dollars in sales i don't even know what the hell that is number four v friends that's on ethereum but non-fungible is not tracking it our planet is on wax it's number six alien worlds is number eight it's not on non-fungible dark country is number 11 these are all uh based on these are all wax based these last few i talked here i don't know why these guys are only insisting on tracking ethereum cryptoslam.io is a better resource than non-fungible right now if you want to get the big picture mm-hmm. absolutely and there's you know the other solution there's polygon there's e- eternity there's engines has the Infinity thing and there's there's a bunch of them popping out and if non-fungible wants to be the de- definitive source on NFTs, then they better get their head out of the sand and start focusing on some of these other ecosystems because to me, their content is completely biased and one-sided, not showing the true picture. Yeah, the Ethereum NFT market is sort of dying. And it looks like they are pulling some of this information from DAP Radar, but I don't think DAP Radar has all the data either. I've been telling you guys that Ethereum is not the center of the NFT universe, and it shouldn't be. I was talking to a project yesterday I discovered through an email outreach from them, and I'm not going to name it. It's a new MMORPG, and it looks really cool, and it looks like they're putting a lot into it. And I had a short discovery call with uh, a team member and discovered that they're they're doing this thing on, on Ethereum. You know, where you'll be able to own your gear in game, but they're going to be Ethereum NFTs. Like you guys, you need some help here. You need some advice because that is a bad choice. You have automatically just jacked the prices and slowed the speed of every NFT you are creating. Why would you build a game on Ethereum with your NFTs? What? There's well, no it, it may be on Polygon. It's not a bad idea because it's kind of the side chain. And, and yeah, that's not, well. but that's, that's not, not Ethereum. Ethereum. 
Who the, so, so here's the thing. Look at people who have made shit on Ethereum and all the smart ones have moved off of it, right? Dapper Labs created their own new blockchain called Flow, right? That's where they build NBA Top Shot. It's on their own blockchain. They had crypto kitties and they realized that Ethereum was just slow and the gas fees were redonkulous. Especially when, when Ethereum's price is over $2,000, the gas fees just become crazy. And then we got up to $4,500 at one time, almost. I think it was the number. Might have gotten a little higher, might have been a little lower. But damn, the gas fees were insane. And you're going to make NFTs, and every time you're going to trade an NFT, you're going to have to spend at least $50, if not more, to transfer that? That's just pure stupidity. Wax, you can basically, you know, you can sell an NFT for pennies. And have zero transaction fees. Like, I just don't understand how people have not broadened their horizons. I don't understand. It's, again, it's like uh, McDonald's around every corner. And so people think that's, you know, where you go to eat food. And We're it's starting not. to sound like wax blockchain salesmen. Come on down. Bring your NFTs. Do your NFTs on wax. I, honestly, anything but pure Ethereum. I don't care if you go on a layer two solution. That's great because you've pretty much solved the problem. Binance Smart Chain, you know, we had BS, uh, we had Rocket BSC on the show. They just did their their uh, token sale and uh, raised over 500 BNB and we're going to be selling a Blockchain Heroes uh, exclusive statue on that on Binance, you know, on Binance Smart Chain. And that's fine. But okay, I'm, I'm done ranting. Are you done ranting? For the moment, I have not yet begun to rant. <laughs> the my only regret come. is I have but one rant to give to my podcast. Oh, you can you can rant more than that. So rant about this. Justin Sun, uh, of course, the founder of Tron, won the bid for the first ever Golden Whale Pass as an NFT in an auction hosted by NFT Glee in association with Bitcoin 2021. The pass gives him lifetime whale access to all future Bitcoin conferences as well as other benefits. Yeah, 12.6 BTC, that is the golden whale pass right there. And so I guess the, the whale pass, I don't know, there must be some pretty good value to that. I don't, I don't necessarily know it all because we weren't there. But I think that gives you like you you're able to get in through a side door. You're able to go to special whale events. But it looked like the whale thing. I think it was like at least five grand to to get the whale pass. Last I saw, something like that. But um, yeah, so, yeah. So now, so he he now has for twelve point six. Let's do the math, kids. Right now, Bitcoin is about thirty three thousand dollars. So twelve point six times thirty three. Boom is $415,000 he just spent to get that golden whale pass. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I don't know if, you know, a, a lot of people, perhaps not you, were fans of the TV show Friends. You know, millions and millions of people I was watched a fan of Friends. Aniston. Me too. And her Me too. Yeah. All of her loveliness. Uh, so, Burton Moore. Burton Morris is an artist who created an NFT release that uh, there was an auction and I'm looking for the results of the auction. I'm not seeing it here, but apparently he created a set of NFTs which featured art from the set of the show because uh, Burton Morris's pop art graphics were used on the show yeah. for its 10 seasons. So oh, the, the auction stuff. For ten seasons, you've heard you've you've seen Burton Morris's art on Friends. Now you can own a piece of pop culture history. 
However, the auction has now ended. We will be in touch with the winners shortly. Thank you to everyone who participated. Be sure to check out more coming art. But they took all those uh, all those off the site, it looks like. They're sold. You can't see them anymore. But I think they were sold on a Binance. Apparently, these NFTs may have been sold on Binance. I don't have that for sure because they took the stuff down. But there you go. You could probably duck, duck, go that yourself and find out what they went for. All right, folks, there's some other additional NFT news because that makes sense because this is the Nifty Show. So Ave, they are doing something interesting where they're going to have NFTs as collateral coming to Ave. That is A-A-V-E for those who do not know. And so, yeah, so decentralized finance plus NFTs makes a lot of sense. Soon they're going to be able to be used as collateral on the Ave decentralized liquidity protocol over there they're going to be able to take that take your nfts and like oh damn you got this sweet ass nft oh well we identified it is worth this much so now you can loan against it we were talking about that joel really early on like how long until you're going to be able to create loans and and leverage your nfts like we've i know that you have a sweet ass nft collection mine's probably not too far behind yours but like to be able to leverage those and and be able to loan borrow against them like like we thought how long until that but probably two three five years maybe you're gonna be able to borrow no it happened it's happening now which is insane Mm -hmm. yeah well people are seeing the value in them and uh, we actually had the ceo of uh of i think it's just of i don't think it's ave i think it's just of but i don't know for sure but we can call it you can call it ave or you can call it a i believe we had stanny uh, Stanley Kolachoff, I think we had on Bad Crypto to talk a little bit about Ave and all the different things that they're doing. So, you know, just another chain that's looking to integrate their protocols with with NFTs. And they've got a cute little ghost character for, you know, their logo. So I think mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. Ave. Meanwhile, there is a smart NFT project that is partnering with a top European mobile provider. They've introduced a SIM card that uses the blockchain of things to power the smart cities of the future. This is in Poland that it's taking place. It is a developer called SmartKey. Their live object technology is using non-fungible tokens and the Internet of Things to create a smart tech network that can manage bike sharing systems, read electric meters, and even unlock doors for emergency workers. How does that work? Like, how do, how do you actually, you know, this is cool to call it the blockchain of things because we see, you know, the terminology for the internet's been the internet of things, but c- to connect all things on the internet via the blockchain is like a subset, the blockchain of things. Yeah. So I think what it seems like is it's like maybe like a, it's like the next level key fob, right? So you know how you have your key fob and that allow you to unlock certain doors and do certain things. And you sometimes your key fob is actually your car key, right? So now... Imagine that these live objects, it looks like they're going to be stored directly on the SIM card in these mobile devices. And this is going to be on the Orange network, which is all over Europe. So this is where it's going to be taking place first and foremost. And they're going to distribute these smart NFTs and they're going to store them on these Orange devices, which is different than Apple. But you can actually have an Apple iPhone on Orange, which is meta, if you ask me. But uh, so I think that's what it's going to be. It's like the blockchain of things be creating a new smart city. We're like, oh, so 
you have your like imagine you have a water bill now they just send you a water nft now they know that you have that nft you could then be able to make payments on stuff essentially right or you could like this is the, or, or you, it knows you have this NFT on your smartphone and you go to a certain area, almost like we were talking about how you could do with a concert. Like, oh, we know you have these NFTs in your wallet. We're going to drop you this. But for cities, for like, this is next level smart city shit. This is really mm -hmm. potentially very, very cool. And this is why when we talk about NFTs, we've always said this is not just about trading cards and artwork. NFTs are a form of ownership. When you own the NFT, you have the ultimate certificate of authenticity. And now companies like this are seeking to bring functionality to those NFTs. This is, you know, people, um, there's some people that are critical of what Gary Vee did. Um, I'm critical of the fact that he launched on Ethereum, but it is what it is. I think what he did as a project was fantastic because he brought utility to every single NFT that he sold. And I think we're gonna see this type of creativity and innovation across multiple verticals as people discover the power that you having an NFT can bring to uh, securing you know, a, a piece of information or data or access because if you own that NFT, you have the key that you need to get that access and you can prove it. There's no disputing it. If you own the NFT, it's mine. It's in my wallet. Here it is. Even if you stole it, it's still yours. Don't recommend that you steal, folks. Criminals go to jail. I just reached the CEO on LinkedIn because that's how business is done. It's like, oh, what is this? This is cool. What's the CEO's name? Oh, here he is. Okay, boom. Let's see if we can't get him on a future Nifty show because if they're using NFTs, creating smart NFTs and creating the next level smart city, then I would love to be able to chat with them about that. So maybe we can uh, maybe we can jump on there with uh, with those guys and see what's going on. Because to me, that's some next level stuff, bro. Yep, love down, I'm down with it. So when you think about names in the, uh, the world as we know it, that you want to listen to about financial advice and wisdom and the future of technology, there's a lot of people that come to mind. One of them that doesn't come to mind, I guarantee you, is Floyd Mayweather. I, I just, hey, who do you go to for your advice on NFTs in crypto? Floyd Mayweather. Well, I mean, people tune in and listen to us. And why? I mean, we, we just paid attention to it. And Floyd Mayweather has been paying attention to crypto since at least 2017, whenever he was promoting certain things like other you know ICOs. So I would say he's, I think he's been paying attention to this crypto stuff and he's praised crypto in the past and he's encouraging people now to buy his NFTs. He had a really, really interesting exhibition boxing match this past weekend with Logan Paul, that YouTuber guy. And Mayweather is 50 and 0 and went in the ring with this guy who's a, a big time social media personality, but who's been boxing now for the last couple, two, three years. And uh, Logan Paul took him the distance. He went eight rounds with this guy. It was an eight round fight. Took him to the distance. Did not get knocked out. Like, to me, it's like, wow, Logan Paul, dude, good job on you. I'm not a big Logan Paul fan, but that was a pretty big event. And and he's done a lot of stuff with NFTs, right? His brother, I think Jake Paul's done some NFT stuff as well. And and uh, Money Mayweather's been doing it as well. So you know what? Good on you. They got a big freaking audience, man. If they want to talk about crypto and NFTs and, and turn their audience on, why not? 
I'm down with that. That wasn't my point. My point was is that you don't think of Floyd Mayweather as the guy you're going to go to to ask about NFTs. Right. I love he that does he's have ta- money in his name, though. He's Floyd Money Mayweather. So I love that money. he's talking about it, and he's encouraged people to buy his own NFTs. And I think you know the the dude's worth got to be worth a billion dollars. Oh, here it is in the article. Uh, in this MSN article, Mayweather told uh, Lee, who I guess wrote the article, his financial portfolio is worth over a billion dollars. And he said, cryptocurrency, it's the new wave. It's what everybody's doing. Uh, if cryptocurrency is the new wave, you know what? Be the best. Okay. Uh, we, we're not into crypto because it's what everybody's doing. No, man. Right? Come on, dog. Everybody doing it. Get in it. We're, we're in crypto. Because you don't get left behind, is- dog revolutionary world changing game changing it's advancing that it that's what crypto is it's not because everybody's doing it that's a horrible reason to do something because everybody's oh, doing everybody's it. doing everybody's jumping everybody's getting this vaccine everybody's jumping off a bridge everybody's taking every lemming's jumping off the cliff you got to do it everybody's doing it you know who else is doing it mexican football federation they <laughs> Are they, you know, so I don't know if you've seen this, like whenever you're watching international, international football, as it called. I do not watch whenever they the, do the red card. The red card is like a penalty flag. They throw up a, you know, like, oh, here's a red flag. Like, and I think it's like, then that person has to leave or I don't know. There's some penalties or something. So they have a team, uh, Club Mexica of Liga MX. It's a, it's a club in the Mexican Football Federation. And they were wanting to sell a percentage of their team as of its equity as an NFT. That would have been unprecedented. They could sell an NFT and like you are now part owner of this. They were going to, um, the, the, the winning bid would pick up 1% of the club's equity as an NFT. Now it's probably not gonna happen because the, the, um, the, the Mexican Football Federation said, no, there's no bueno, pinche malo, no like. So they're not going to allow it, apparently. But how kick-ass is that, though? Like, here's the thing: like, people are starting—they're knocking on the door, man. They're—they're—they're they're, they're pushing it, and the limits of what NFTs can and can it can evolve into is just—it's just—it's mind-boggling. All these different use cases, and people keep coming up with new cool ways to do it. This would have allowed them to offer unique access to the team and its facilities. Tickets to home and away games, championship ring, team merchandise. There's all kinds of stuff that uh, that could happen with this kind of thing. Meanwhile, Sir Travis Wright, a rising pop star and singer-songwriter by the name of Porolana, has added to remarkable success by releasing her next original song called Full of You for distribution exclusively as an unfungible token. Of course, she is Russian, which is why she would uh, applaud me for talking with Russian accent. The um that's cool right another another artist doing some stuff a musician doing some nft stuff speaking just as an aside because we like asides here um one of my favorite russian acts is little big and little yes. big had a song a few years back called skibbity skibbity like really funny so these guys are hilarious and like their whole songs and their videos are meant to be just hilarious they need to be doing NFTs, and actually, in their video, they did have a uh, they did have the seven dwarfs from Snow White, and they had eggs that had Bitcoin logos on them. But they have a yeah. new video out called uh, 
uh, it's like Backstreet's back, all right, but it's Little Big is back, and uh, it's it's using that song from Backstreet Boys, and it is hilarious, like so off the wall, like the video is just so off the wall, uh, using animal sounds for parts of the beats and just like this fairy tale thing. Like these guys do not lack in creativity. That's for damn sure. Mm-mm, little Big. So there you go. They haven't developed their NFTs yet, but Polarana. Did they not have so many cool visuals? That would be perfect. Oh, man. Oh, it, it would be fantastic. So apparently there's another another artist out there called Lil Dicky. And Lil Dicky had a hit in 2015 called Save That Money. And now this is a uh, somebody who wants to bid on this song as an NFT, this is going to produce income for them. They're going to get a cut of all future mechanical public performance and sync royalties for this one song. I, I love that that's happening, Sir Lord Travis, mm -hmm. but why not instead buy a band royalty NFT where you get, you know, you stake that NFT and get a piece of a whole portfolio of right. mechanical right. Uh, and saying, this is the very first one that's ever been done, and that's not necessarily true. First well, ever music publishing NFT? Nope. Band Royalty is. Yeah. Uh, well, Band Royalty didn't make NFTs for one song, right? Yeah. It's for a whole pool of songs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we just for those of you that don't know, we are advisors with Band Royalty, and um, uh, people are buying these these NFTs. They've redone the site. Actually, it looks really nice, and these uh, these pieces look amazing too. And uh, they've sold out a bunch of the the top tier ones are no longer available. But uh, go to bandroyalty.com and you can check out these NFTs that earn you those rights. Pretty cool. But Lil Dicky, way to go! Have you seen any of Little Dicky stuff? Have you seen his video? No, I have no idea. Oh my god! I don't know what a little Dicky is. Hey, well, he's he's hilarious. Like this guy is, uh, and and so he, I think he went to school as an accountant. He's like a Jewish dude, and his freestyle and flow is just amazing. Like that "Save That Money" song is exact opposite of most rap songs. You're like, go spend your money, buy a house, buy a whip, buy a crib, buy this, buy that. And like he was like, no, save your money. And he, he did this. The video is so hilarious because he knocked on the doors of like really rich people's houses and asked if he could like do a part of his video there. He spent zero money on his music video. He actually did part of his video in, uh, in somebody else's video. Like he just came, like he worked out a deal. It's just, it's just hilarious how he basically made this amazing video. Little Dicky did. And uh, was completely free. I don't think it cost him any money at all to make that video. And it's genius. All right. Make that money and make that meme while you're at it. Many of you are familiar with Pepe the Frog. Some of you have some thoughts about Pepe uh, because you've been told that it was co-opted by hate groups. Simply not. You know, people, co all kinds of people co-opt memes for all kinds of reasons. But it's just a cartoon frog. That's mm -hmm. all it is. It's a cartoon frog. And the creator, Matt Fury, doesn't like the fact that, you know, it's been used by some groups that he doesn't approve of. Um, I, there's a lot of things out there I don't approve of. Uh, anyway, he is officially selling Pepe the Frog as NFTs now. So he's reclaiming Pepe as though something that's become a meme for the Internet can actually be reclaimed. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, he does own it, 
And I mean, look, even on, on wax a while back, there was gopepe.com or gopepe.io and they were releasing all various different pepes that were memes of other people. And you know, that stuff really is bootleg stuff, right? So this guy's the creator of it. He's the one who created a lot of these different characters. He's the rightful owner. So I don't see any reason why he shouldn't reclaim his creation. I don't see any re I don't see any reason he shouldn't use it either. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of the the Pepe's that are out there are variations of it, right? Mm -hmm. People have taken art, they've redrawn it, they've created it as something else, and it's become more than what he initially created. It's like when you see somebody take the Mona Lisa and, you know, they make a, a parody variation of it. It's not the Mona Lisa anymore. It's based on and inspired by the Mona Lisa. But people aren't really using his original Pepe a whole lot. You see all kinds of Pepe's now. It's more like, you know, we call every tissue a Kleenex, but it's not. There's yeah. puffs also, and there's store brands and other tissues. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's derivatives and there's the and there's um, you know fair use and some of those other things that they could do, but uh, one thing I think that he sold an image of Pepe for what it looks like here it says he sold for four hundred and twenty ETH around a million dollars, and uh, there you go. So he's he has had some success selling his own stuff. He's got some rare disco Pepe, some lizards, some tongue waggling whatchamacallits, blobbies, gooeys, pricklies. And everything feels good, man. He's what he's gonna say. Feels good to sell these NFTs. Good job. And the website that Matt owns is called Pegs P E G Z dot fun. So you can go look at his work there, sign up for drops, and learn more about the creator of Pepe. Mm -hmm. uh, and as promised, you can get a wiener as an NFT, or maybe because who doesn't want a wiener as an NFT? Well, it could even be a little dangerous. Carlos Danger. Ooh. Maybe he needs some money. Anthony Weiner, former senator, disgraced ex-husband of Huma Abedin. And uh, word on the street is there's some laptop somewhere hidden in the vaults of the FBI with more probably more penis shots of Anthony Weiner. But he got busted showing his Weiner on Twitter. I was like, whoops. He, was, he meant to DM somebody, but he actually sent the tweet out in 2011 and was like, here, check out my Johnson. And um, yeah, and then, but he also got in trouble. He was sexting an underage girl in 2017. So he actually went to prison. A, a, a politician went to prison, which is really big news. And uh, apparently now he's, he wants to, um, he's going to set up an OnlyFans as well. He's going to be selling dick pics as NFTs. <laughs> That's not true. But he is going to sell his infamous dick pic, it looks like, as an NFT. And uh, wow. I mean, it's already out there. You know, the embarrassment is over. The shame, there's no shame left. You know, this is, mm -hmm. and, and frankly, as far as politicians go, in just speaking to this one act of him tweeting a dick pic by accident, there, and, you know, there's politicians out there that are doing way worse things, evil, corrupt things that really deserve to be in prison. You got to feel sorry for this guy just a little bit, just just a little after you're done laughing at him. Well, he is Huma Abedin's husband, so I don't know. There's some there's some crazy well, shit. Who knows? Well, that's a going. that's another reason to feel sorry for him. Right yeah, there. you know what? I kind of feel. You know what? But it looks like he's doing pretty good with his, his wieners looking like he's okay. So good job for him. He, he's just like, like he's proud of it. He wants to share it. Like, look at my wiener. 
and um, buy my NFT. I want to bring attention to some of the upcoming launches that uh, I caught my eye. One of them is the Cyber Puppies Barkery. They're doing a pack drop. This artwork's just cute. I just I love to see the originality, the creativity, and you know from this show, especially our interview shows, we love to feature independent projects. So this one drops on June 11th, and then there'll be some interesting blends to go along with that. And our friends at uh, Huddle God are dropping more more toy collectibles on um, the 10th of June, just a couple days from this broadcast. The first ones went super fast. And I don't know if you had a chance to see, Travis, but the dragon eggs that they sold, this Mm. 3D dragon eggs, uh, a few days later, if you were holding the dragon egg, you got this boxed dragon that was just this really badass-looking toy, you know, NFT picture. Mm. Very nice. Oh, those dragon eggs, those were the expensive ones. Those were those sold out quick, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They did sell out quick. Uh, Onesis is uh, really creating some interesting NFTs there. And we, when we put some links into the end of our show notes for you guys, too, for two websites in particular that you'll want to reference for upcoming launches. One of them is NFT Insider. Dot io and the other one is wax.guide they really uh, focus heavily on the, um, the the wax ecosystem and the community there and i think there's some uh, some cool projects that are coming up and and we're working on some stuff on our side as as well sir lord travis that is true always working on something this space does not sit still one week in nfts is about a month and a half in uh, dog years well, you know what's coming up on uh, the 21st of this month. That is true. They, we are having the every month on the 21st, what we've done up until this point, we may adjust that uh, down the road. But the Bitcoin collection, the Bitcoin Elite collection drops on the 21st. And this month we have M. Blue, who is dropping his version of the 2011 um, you know, Bitcoin anniversary. It's a. It's every month we do we do a culmination and a sort of a remembrance. We say, all right, here was the price, and this year we've done 2009, 2010, and then this is 2011. On one month we'll do like a 3D cool piece where things are rotating, very interesting, and then we have a one of 21 that will release this particular month on the 21st. M Blue is doing it, and also he's creating the cool little bitcoins for this month mm-hmm. as well. So. This is going to be a fun collection. He's actually going to show it to us uh, here in the next couple of days where he's at. So if you will go to our telegram, it is t.me forward slash the Bitcoin elite. You'll get updates there. I uh, got 625 members there and his collection will sell out instantly. I guarantee it. You can also visit the website at thebitcoinelite.com. Looks like we've had another successful episode here of the Nifty Show. Lots of stuff going on. Again, as Joel mentioned right there, check those check those sites out, like nftinsider.io. A lot of great stuff. There's like all kinds of interesting projects that are popping out here this next week. And mm-hmm. uh, do it. So, you know, support a lot of these independent artists. Like these aren't a lot of the big folks out there with big money and big budgets. These are folks out there that are just doing stuff and working hard. Absolutely. Please make sure you subscribe, review, tell a friend, and until next time, do keep it nifty.